1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post game podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CH. G O When you sign up, welcome in. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi. The Hawks get ass blasted in Colorado. Ayo. five, nothing. And uh, boy, that was indicative of the game. That's for damn sure. We're going to get to all of it. Well, before we do want to have you smash that like button on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube page as well. If you're a podcast listener, thank you. Follow, subscribe, all that great stuff. And a five-star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts. Or Spotify it would be very, very appreciated if you can do that for us. So, fellas, um, this is kind of what we thought a lot of the season was going to look like. Especially um, this point of the season. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is what it looks like when you have a contender with something to play for at home against a post-trade deadline tanking team, 5 nothing, and it was ugly, and the Hawks were never really in this game.
2: Finally, a team that didn't tape the standings to the yeah. door to the, to the ice uh, just so they knew that these Blackhawks weren't the dead last, uh, almost dead last team in the league and, and tried to play them as such. Yeah, Colorado came out and they, they had something to prove against this team because the last time they faced the Blackhawks, they lost and uh, that was not a good look for the avs and uh, not a f- not a fun podcast for our friends at dnvr. Oh, I believe they
0: I believe <laughs> it they, was fun for us to watch. They, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, I they think set they're the okay.
2: all-city
1: record for f bombs in one Yeah, I
2: think so. they're okay tonight and and you know what? We're okay tonight because look, like this is uh, this is probably the norm. The, the, the for the rest of the season. That what we saw out of the last couple of games from the Blackhawks was I think a good wave of confidence good wave of positive energy in the locker room it's good it's good to have especially for 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 the players from the player perspective from the coaching perspective it's good to have those waves because it's a long season and I think what we'll see is more of these kinds of performances as the Blackhawks have a lot of games coming up against teams that are most to all of them are against teams that are better than them in the standings yeah. and teams that are fighting for something like Dallas. Um, I know St. Louis is going to come into that game with a lot of energy uh, coming up here. Uh, they have Winnipeg, I
1: believe, coming up soon. Um, At, uh, well, the rest of this road trip is Washington. Who's
2: Washington is another team. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota that's been, what I'm thinking. of. Minnesota 2 uh, in the last time. Yeah, Minnesota is a tough team that, that they're going to have to, you know, They've been. Th- they're awesome going have since to take... went down, which is crazy. Uh-huh. Hey, we saw it with Patrick Kane. Yeah, but yeah. So I think I think this is what we're going to see from a lot more of the games coming up is teams that are probably taking the lessons that the Bruins and the Panthers didn't learn, um, and 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 applying it. And and it's going to be games like this, which is fine. That's at yeah. this
1: point in the season. Yeah. The I mean, more
2: the more results like this, the better for the tank.
1: You can't have your offense hinging on the performance of Jujar Kara, Boris Kachuk, and Joey Anderson every night. <laughs> yes, day, that's right, and exactly. And expect to have sustained success. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So w- when that's your best line, and I'm not knocking those guys. No, that that yeah, line has been awesome. But when that's your best line, you're going to lose a lot more games than you're going to
0: win. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Uh,
1: and the Avalanche, as Mario mentioned, it, the last time they placed the Blackhawks, Blackhawks beat them at the United Center. That was their wake-up call because they've had the second best winning percentage in the league since then. Yeah. Only the Bruins have a slightly better and they're not, they weren't going to make that mistake twice. So you I guarantee you, uh, Jared Bednard was showing them video of that game today. And Jack Johnson was like, eh, I remember when we scored <laughs> at right there, they weren't going to let that happen again. Yeah. So that they learned their lesson to not underestimate this team because before you know it, you're going to be down and then, that's all this Blackhawk team needs is it's just a little bit of that belief early in the game that they could beat you, and they're going to try and beat you. But get them down early, kept them down. Nobody on this team had a chance of scoring tonight. There was just no, they, no. they, 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 they were leading in shots most of the game. But do you remember any of those shots being like dangerous? They and couldn't. They no. So this game. And Colorado could have had eight or nine goals. I mean, oh, easy. Staylock just completely robbed McKinnon with that paddle save. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, yeah, it just, it could have been a lot worse. Five nothing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and listen, (laughs) and as much as I've become a huge Alex Staylock fan this season.
0: I'm okay with him coming back to earth a little bit for these last yeah. final few games. I'm feel all right with feel that. Feel free to not be Patrick Wall the rest of the yeah. year. That'd be great. You've,
1: you've, you've proven your point. You're back. You're you're an NHL-quality goaltender. You're going to get a contract somewhere next year. We ain't going to be mad at you if you, you, you kind of end on a sour note.
0: Yeah, so here's the numbers from this one. This is uh, via Charlie Romeliotis. Shot attempts were 60-52 to 52. All of these in favor of Colorado, I don't think I need to tell you that. Shots on goal, 32-27. Five-on-five five scoring chances, 36-21. High-danger chances at five-on-five, five, 13-8. And I sure as hell don't remember eight high-danger scoring chances from the Blackhawks. No. Um, I don't remember one. Somebody lied to us in the chat. They said it was 5-3, Sharks is 4-3. Yeah, the goal got wiped The goal off. got, got wiped back, away. Damn yeah. it, it. It was 5-3 for a second. Yeah. Oh, well. Go Sharks. We'll see how that one goes out. Sharks got short. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> um, let's get into the, some of the players in this game. and I want to start with Lucas Reichel, who I think overall has been really good uh, since his second call-up this year. Uh, and now that he's been here for an extended period of time, he's he's noticeable in every game. But I've noticed lately, and, and maybe it's just me, fellas. Maybe you can back me up on this. I feel like he's been looking to defer a little bit too much lately. Where he's got some nice looks, and I know he's more of a playmaker than a scorer. That's more his game, but man, I want him to see him put the puck on net, especially when it's two nothing, three nothing, four nothing. If he's got a one on one or a clean shot, take the shot. Don't try to get the puck to Andreas Athanasiou because you know what's going to happen when you do. Yeah, he's more Not than likely going gonna fumble to fumble it or miss it or whatever. Or Just skate, put the puck on through net through the back of the net. Look at, look at Ian Mitchell I had two pucks go off him tonight in the back of the net. Not his fault. He didn't play well in his game, of course, but not his fault that the pucks hit him and went in. Sometimes things happen when you put the puck on that, and I think, I don't know, I feel like Reichel's been doing that more over the last two or three games.
2: Yeah, I, I think, you know, men- you mentioned it. His his game is being a little bit more of a setup guy than a than a shoot-first mentality, which is fine. Um, that's he's, he's doing right. Right now, I think what he's doing is kind of trying to, make sure that what got him to this point he's he's making sure works at this level and is and is getting worked on at this level and um and and that's 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 totally fine. I I agree though. I would like to see him take take a little bit more of the initiative because look, like basically this is his team while he's on the roster. There's really no one else that you can uh really say besides I guess Seth Jones based off of just, you know, seniority, but there's really no one else that you can say is is has the opportunity to really take hold of the of this team currently and into next season. Um it really seems like, you know, it's going to be the Lucas Reichel show at least for the next uh year and a half at least. So yeah, go out there and 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 be a little bit more uh assertive, be a little bit more aggressive. You see like you said he's playing fine, but uh, a little bit more aggressive aggression with the puck would be great. Um but it's 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 definitely nothing that is like <laughs> you know, to the level that we were with Max Domi at right. at times this season, yeah. it, it, does, it doesn't seem like it's that egregious.
1: I, the one thing I liked about Reichel tonight was his neutral zone play has been really strong. Like he's he's got that confidence. He gets through that neutral zone quickly. It's been helping the Hawks get the puck in the zone, which is something they've struggled with a lot this year. But just watching him go through the neutral zone, especially against a team like the Avalanche. You know, he was the only guy on that team Team tonight. You know, that line pretty much was the only line that could match the Avalanche speed.
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm.
1: otherwise, the Avalanche would just— Even did,
2: at that, like—
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was if they were out there against the third or fourth line. Right, But, it was, yeah. but I mean, dudes were getting blown—their doors blown off tonight all over the ice. The Avs would just take the puck wide and just right down the ice. But Reichel was able to get through the neutral zone quickly a lot tonight, and that's those are the type of things that I'm more excited to see because I, I know the points and the goals will come eventually. Yeah. But it's that him becoming that more of a complete player, Definitely. that's more exciting to me than him scoring. Well, well.
0: and they, they highlighted a moment, too, in the I think it was in the first period where he had the puck along the boards, lost it, and then fought and got it right back. I think it was from Nathan McKinnon just stole the puck right back and then went back in the offensive zone and controlled the puck for a while. So still putting on weight, still developing that NHL body, but when he does lose a battle, first of all, it's not happening as often as it had been in his first few call-ups, and now he's got the strength and the uh, awareness to go back and get it. And I think the message from the coaching staff is really starting to get through to Lucas Reichel that, look, if you want to come here and be successful, you're not just going to float at the blue line and wait for a pass and be an offense-only kind of guy. You're just not. This team isn't good enough for you to do that. You're not. That, you haven't proven yourself enough of as a player to do that. So you're gonna have to play the entire length of the ice. And he's really taken to it. I, I think he really has. I'm. I'm not worried about anything. But I, I just want to. I want to point out. It just seems like over the last few games, he's been a little more hesitant to shoot. Just a, Just a small observation. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Seth Jones. And that's a guy who recently had been playing his best hockey of the season uh, for, what, the last 15, 20 games or so? Yeah. Interesting, over the last four games, his ice time's been going down a little bit. Only 20-56 in this game. 23-39 against Arizona. 24-33 against Nashville. 24-11 against Boston. When you look at the games around that, 27-26, 28-09, 27-24. I don't want to read too much into it, but... He hasn't quite been the same guy he had been in the games prior. I don't know if he's dealing with something, if something's sore, something's bothering him, but you're seeing the ice time go down. You're seeing the production go down. It could just be fatigue, which would be completely understandable yeah. from Seth Jones' point of view, or maybe they're just saying, all right, season's done here. Let's it's, ramp it's down. There's no, we no, there's no point in out. playing a guy at 27 minutes, but just something to keep an eye on as the, uh, as the season wraps up here. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I mean – It it could be more workload management, yeah. Um, but it could also be you know it's I I would think it's probably a little bit more of Luke Richardson probably given uh Tenordi and Murphy and Zaitsev and Mitchell some more ice time just to kind of get them maybe some more reps towards the end of the season uh, rather than doing anything to like demote Seth Jones a little bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. so yeah, I think it's probably just a little bit more of a of an evening out of minutes rather than just running him into the ground for 82 games. That's how I would see it.
0: Yeah. I think that that's that's probably valid. I don't I don't, you know, there's no he doesn't look slow, he doesn't look timid or anything. No. But when you see a guy go from, you know, usually 25-27 minutes to 20, so alarm bells can go off, especially when the play hasn't been as strong. We've seen some, you know, some of the mistakes we saw early in Seth Jones' time here, we've seen him over the last few games, you know, turning the puck over at the blue line, uh, getting beat in the neutral zone. Um, and, again, Colorado does that to everybody because they've got so much damn speed. Right. But I'm kind of just putting the puzzle pieces together, wondering if he's, if he's feeling 100%. And, truthfully, no one at this point is feeling 100%. No one, yeah. So it's understandable. But, um, I don't know, just something that stood out to me in this one as well. Are you guys ready for uh, Squirtgate? gate? That Squirt we're about it? to go through. Mackenzie Entwistle got squirted by somebody on the bench. Oh, uh, And yeah. the pearls are being clutched around the hockey world. Eh. I, who it's, cares? It's water.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I guess it's a finable. Uh, Jamie Ben got fined for doing it to Entwistle yeah, earlier sure. this year. Okay. Who cares?
1: It's kind of weird that Jamie Ben is connected to a squirting incident.
0: <laughs> I agree. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's It's... That, that that happened late in the game, so Mike Hardman took a 708th hard hit of the night uh, at, at the end of the third. McKenzie Entw- Entwistle was trying to fight Cagliano, and he wouldn't go, wouldn't go. he said that. And then Entwistle was <laughs> yeah, trying can. to fight with anybody who was in his way, and then as he went past the ass bench, somebody squirted him, so... Now it's being Zapruder. Troy Murray
1: was like, that's a final offense. Like, who knew Troy would be such a narc?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got last season Jamie Benn got fined five thousand dollars
2: why it's it's the same fine
0: is if it you, a COVID? If you, maybe it's a COVID thing no
2: i don't i so think i think it's because it's something coming from the bench then just onto not the a plane surface a well if yeah. you're gonna get fined you might gonna, as well throw your if stick. you're gonna get fined for yeah, five thousand dollars <laughs> you might as well brain a guy yes. and take him out for the rest of his career you know you're gonna get the same fine
1: either way get your money's worth man jesus yeah, yeah it's it's, it's, well, it's, it's whatever dumb. You could do that, but you can you can elbow a guy right to the skull, right? Them, exactly. Get a minor penalty, but nope, yeah. can't squirt water from the bench. Yeah. Can't get water on the ice. That's that, that could, that's dangerous. So <laughs> it, it can slippery. make it slippery. <laughs> but you
0: know, and whistles has been through so much with everything that's happened, and it,
1: well, that's why it's he's so sad. scrappy. As Mario yeah. and I were
0: talking about at you the nev- fridge before
2: Never nev- fight a guy who's lost his family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude,
1: he, <laughs> he, yeah There it is. <laughs> He had to, he had to fight for every bowl of gruel at the orphanage as a kid. So you know, I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so, uh, fellas, the Hawks win, so our oh, buddy yeah. No Roids has to be on one about something. What? He's very upset that Hunter McCown, who we heard of today for the first time. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't
1: <laughs> sign the guy. I just heard
0: of. <laughs> Was signed by the Columbus Blue Jackets. They can't offer
1: anything. When uh, you sign these deals, you can only man. offer them the standard uh, contract. Man. You can't. They're all the same. It's a three-year, it. 975 per year, 925. You can't. Give these guys anything besides the standard minimum contract. So it's basically the kid gets to decide where or he wanna to to play. Go. So he probably figured either he's got some I don't know who he is. I'm gonna I'm, I'm not I've heard the <laughs> name. I'm not gonna try and pretend <laughs> How do they not I'm a sign hunter McCown at Hunter Yeah McCown rel- I'm furious about is this. he related to Josh McCown? <laughs> Could be. I mean, I just like I've heard the name, I know he's been a good college player, but it's like, okay, he didn't come to Chicago. Oh, no. Like, not every college free agent is going to be uh, Cole who, Gutman. Who, and
2: they're not. Who I feel bad for is Scott Powers, who did this deep dive oh, yeah. on <laughs> Hunter McCown today. Four hours later. Talked Hunter to Hunter all, Hunter all, Hunter the, all the coaches and the scouts and did, did video work and everything. And the <laughs> the article lasts six hours before yeah. McCown. At least he didn't have to go to Russia s- right this Yeah, <laughs> before he signs with Columbus. Yeah. I, that's- just,
1: nobody. You can't offer him any other. So he didn't get more money to go to Columbus. He obviously just looked at the situations and said, you know what? That's the best situation for me to go and be an NHL player in. He might play with Connor Bedard next year. He might. He Yeah, maybe. Who knows?
0: You shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, here's a quote from Luke Richardson via, via yeah, Ben Pope. He said, their strength and speed pushed us back. That's true. Mm-hmm. We had some chances, not quite as many high-quality chances as they did, but unfortunately we couldn't get that one to keep us into the game i don't know what that might be get that one chance to oh keep get us that in the one game. to keep us in the game mm-hmm. that one goal yeah um there you go their power play goal in the third really took the life out of our team so yeah i mean yeah. it's a mismatch it doesn't sound like uh like lucas very mad about it it just it's like stanley cup favorite or lottery team. team yeah exactly you know it's it's what it's what we've expected in most nights the hawks have played yeah. a really good team so I don't know. There's nothing to be upset about, except, of course, Hunter McCown, which I am <laughs> outraged. I am livid yeah. that this player I heard of today for the first time is not a Blackhawk and did not choose it. I got
1: to cancel my pre-order and uh, my at the Hawks <laughs> Hawks quarters for my <laughs> McNown jersey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, just think of all the uh, college free agents that have signed it. Yeah. Lebowski five says, remember, Drew LeBlanc, Drew LeBla, <laughs> the Holy Baker winner that yeah. did literally nothing. In his NHL well, career. Well, this year's
1: Hobie Baker winner is going to have a pretty good NHL career. No matter yeah. who it is, there's some good players. Yeah. Uh, Hobie Baker has gone up in status the last few years, as more and more as the NCA gets more, more and yeah. more uh, more star draftees, t- more and, star
2: talent is yeah. is going the college yeah, route.
1: Yeah, Drew LeBlanc. LeBlanc. Remember, remember, remember Jimmy VC when mm-hmm. you know, that was everybody wanted Jimmy VC. Couldn't and live without him. And, <laughs> Apparently 11 other teams could because he's played on half the teams already in his, <laughs> in his career. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Hunter McGowan. It, Our, was, uh, it was a fun dream while it lasted yeah. all those, that whole five hours.
2: The, the 30 minutes that I knew who he was 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 it, it was, exhilarating. It was
1: the friends we made along the way
0: that mattered. It almost. really was. <laughs> it really was great. Uh, how many home games do you have left, fellas? Five. Five? Five. So you're, ru- you're running out of chances to see the Hawks at the United Center. You are. Uh, when they return from the road trip on Sunday against the Canucks, it will be Pride Night. Ew. It is a 5 p.m. puck drop, and if you want to get thing. in, you know how to do it. Go to Game Time. They are the hottest ticketing site, and they make it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Six Have more you- games. Thank you. Sorry. Have you ever dreamt of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, courtside, behind the Hawks' bench, floor seats at a concert it's possible with the game time app the biggest last minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy and you won't find a better deal this season on blackhawks tickets they're created for the fans and by the fans and they guarantee the lowest price so if you go on some other jabroni website and they by some fluke have uh, game time beaten get in touch and game time will guarantee you the lowest price and if you love us here at chgo then you will love game time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description below. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Looking ahead, Sunday's game against the Canucks, 32 bucks. Get you in the door. Not Dallas, bad. 17 bucks. St. Louis, 20 bucks. Get you in the door. Not bad. You want to go to Calgary? Go up to the Scotia Bank Saddledome. Seven bucks will get you in the door. Oof, for that one. Oof, those prices
1: might be getting lower before. Yeah, it's going to go yeah. lower and lower because the uh,
0: they are not good. Woof. and the they season are. finale, uh, Flyers at Hawks on April thirteenth. Seventeen bucks. Nice. So get in while you can. Hawks games, they're still fun.
2: Yeah, it's a guaranteed good time. there's still a fun experience of going to an NHL game, whether or not the on ice product entertains you. Uh, it's still a good time. It's always a good time at the UC. You know where else it's always a good time? Out mm. on the golf course. Oh, yes. Hold on. I'm Never mind. This is Greg's read. You, you could start it. No, We're it's fine. I'm skipping on. it. Right. <laughs> that's All a tease right. My for bad. Later, folks. That's,
1: that's called a tease <laughs> yes. in the industry. Stick around to find out how much fun Mario has on the golf course. But I'm here to tell you about how much fun you can have with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program That's committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve, they serve, manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. Comet offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and so much more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. So visit ComEd.com slash PoweringBiz, B-I-Z. Now to start saving money and energy to start a project, contact ComEd at one eight five five. 433-2700. Not now. Nobody's there, but during normal business hours. <laughs> For more information, email businessee at comed.com com or public sector ee at comed.com com, and they will hook you up with some ways to save money and energy, which is nice. It's good uh, things
0: to do. So we talked about Seth Jones's ice time being uh, 20 minutes 56 seconds. You guys want to take a stab at who led the Hawks in ice time today? Uh, Connor Murphy. Uh, nope. Nikita Zaitsev. Caleb Jones. Caleb Jones. 22 yeah. 53, 28 shifts. He had three shots on goal in this one, and another shot attempt and four hits. Nice. Good game for him. That's sure. it's interesting. I, I'm kind of interested to see how Luke's going to manage the end of the season here. Yeah. With these veterans and these young players. Uh, and I don't think we can go any longer without really talking about Ian Mitchell. Um, mm-hmm. This experiment's over. I am... I've seen enough. I It's nothing against the kid. I think this could be one of those classic change of scenery uh, situations where maybe he goes and some other team finds a way to get him back on the right path, or maybe he's just one of those lifetime Adam Clendenning, you know, AHL-type players. that has really good, long AHL career, gets called up every now and again, but uh, boy, I just have not seen the growth in his game. That I hopefully would see this year. There is no shame in being a career seventh defenseman.
2: Sure, that's that's nope. that's, that, that's what I that's what I think he is, and I th- I, th- I think the Blackhawks have too many uh, defensive prospects with probably higher upsides than Ian Mitchell has pro- probably has now at this point in his career. Now, even though it's still very very early, um, but it just seems like. He's he's starting to reach his ceiling early in his career, which is not a great thing.
1: He reached his ceiling like twelve games into his pro career. That was about <laughs> as best as it got for him. Yeah,
2: just about. So yeah, I I I don't see him coming back, uh, knowing where the you know, the pipeline is with the, the defenseman in, in, in the organization. So I you know, I know I know there's gonna be upheaval <clears throat> about him starting over Wyatt Kaiser tonight. I, I definitely think that there is a uh, there's nothing wrong with Kaiser sitting after making his NHL debut. He didn't do anything to say like he has to be in the lineup, but he also didn't do anything that was benchable. So I think it's more or less and and we definitely have the, the leeway to give Richardson the benefit of the doubt to say like he knows the right buttons to push with these guys more often than not. So I think it's you know he 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 comes in right after his college season ends in the in at the very back end of the season joins the team on a road trip, um, gets his first game, take a night off, observe you know you 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 had the experience you played your first NHL game, didn't do anything egregiously bad, come back, take a night off, take take a, take in another NHL game from from this from the press box, I'm sure he'll be in the the lineup for the next game. Um, and, and, and go from there we, they, we, uh, we went through the same thing This time last year with Alex Vlasic He came in, made his NHL debut I'm pretty certain was scratched the next night And then played the last 14 games of the year And was objectively yeah, fine yep. So if, if Kaiser does the same thing No problem with that
1: Yeah, I just hope it's not one of these Every other game things Kaiser, then Mitchell, then Kaiser, then Mitchell right. I'm done with Ian Mitchell I think, but I think part of the reason we keep seeing him out there is so at the end of the year when they say, nope, we're not going to give him a qualifying offer, nobody can be upset about it. Nobody can be like, oh my God, I can't believe we're giving up on Ian Mitchell. And he still might be a serviceable NHL defenseman for somewhere else. There's just too many, too many good young defensemen coming through the pipeline right now that you just, it's time to move on when this season Yeah, is over. yeah. And it, we've seen it. We've seen it all year. There has not been any major progression. No games where you're like, oh, he's finally getting it. It just it hasn't happened for him. There hasn't it's, been one. It sucks. He's a good kid. He's, he was great for Rockford last year. He got a bad hand dealt to him this year when he had that wrist injury and missed training camp. That I thought was going to be his shot to – Really? And they've given him plenty of time to tell the Blackhawks, yes, give me that second contract. And he just hasn't been able to do much of anything to warrant it, especially when you've got, you know, next year, Vlasic, Phillips going to be challenging for spots. Del Mastro and Allen will be in Rockford. We know Kevin Korchinski, pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. Kaiser's here. You know, Renzel in two, three years. It's just – it's a numbers game, and and Mitchell went from being our top defensive prospect to being seventh or eighth defensive prospect. Yeah. F- for the biggest reason is because he's stayed here the whole time. Yeah. Since he's gotten here, it's been a flat line while everybody else is doing this.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a single game. And look, there's been games where, he, like, he had two assists against Boston, okay – but like, has there been a game this year where you look at Ian Mitchell and say, "There it is, there's the flash." Like yeah. even with, like early on with Reichel, there'd be those moments in games like, okay, like overall the game wasn't that great. There were some mistakes. Some he wasn't doesn't look ready. We've not seen a single flash from Ian Mitchell. There hasn't been a, and if I'm wrong, please correct me. You guys or people in the chat, if there was some great Ian Mitchell play this year that I'm forgetting. Please remind me, but like, he's just a guy out there. If, I feel like if there was that moment or that stretch of
2: play, he wouldn't he he wouldn't be at this point in and out of the lineup, in and out of the lineup, in and out of the lineup. I think if there was that point where it was like, "Hey, that flash is there, let's capitalize on it," I think Richardson would have would would be would be sticking with him, and he's not. So I I think, um. Yeah, I think I think to the point that we're at, it's it's been fun, but I think it's I think it's time for a a new new opportunity for him elsewhere in the league. And look, like there there have been times where that has really benefited a player like Kirby Doc. Uh and there's been times where you know, it's 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 just uh you know, the Blackhawks didn't see something and nothing was there. Like like a guy with I don't want to say nothing was there, but, like, a guy with, like Adam bolquist, Like, I think we we all wanted him to be really good, and then he goes to Columbus, and he's still the same guy. Same you know? exact guy. So I, I'm not saying that Ian Mitchell is going to be the same exact guy, but I just don't think we've seen anything from him in Chicago to to really pound the table and say he's got to be a guy. And good. I
0: think the difference with, with bolquist is – Yes he like you said, he's kind of maintained that level, but he's got speed he's got a good shot. he's got tools that you could see him in, at some point improving. I don't know what it is that Ian Mitchell does well and I don't mean that as a like this guy totally sucks. I just mean like an above average like what is his level? ability yeah. that's going to put him over anybody else He's not big he's not fast he doesn't have a great overpowering shot he's not a great passer he doesn't have great vision. So what is it that he does? He's he's average at everything, which gave him a really solid college career and will give him a solid AHL career for as long as he wants to have one. But what's going to be the thing that gets him over the hump in the NHL? I think there's still some hope for Boakless because of the skill, because of the speed, because of the hands, because of the passing. He's got a heavier shot than he gets credit for. Yeah, That can all sort of come together and grow. That's also a guy who's battled injuries his entire career. So that's held him back a little bit. Mm -hmm. With Mitchell, I just don't see what's going to be the thing in his game that gets him out of it. And if they want to play him the rest of the season, cool. I know what you're saying, Greg. Like You don't want people to be mad. Uh, I think at this point that wouldn't happen. I also think that Kyle Davidson does not give a shit what anyone thinks. I think he's proven that. Right. Uh, He's not worried about popular opinion because he knows – that if the plan goes the way he thinks it's going to go, then people are going to love him in a few years. And I think yeah. for a guy who in the last calendar year has traded Alex DeBrinket, Kirby Doc, and Patrick Kane, his rating in the city is still pretty high, which says something for what yeah. he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: um, a couple things from the chat. Yeah, uh, the AHL they were, people are asking when are they going to send the guys back to the Ice Hogs. HL season ends after the NHL season. Uh, Blackhawks last game is April thirteenth, which is a Thursday. The Ice Hogs play all the way to that following Sunday, the sixteenth. So they'll be here probably through the that last game and then yeah. go to Rockford for that last weekend. Maybe you make a couple of swap outs for that last game or two give some of those ice guys that have been solid in, in rockford uh, an nhl game as a kind of yeah. hey thanks for yeah being a good trooper maybe bring david gust back up for yeah. that. Uh, has, he yeah. had, has he had a home game i don't think he did he have a home game yeah, yeah he had a home yeah. game maybe bring him back up for that last game against the flyers and you send reichel down you know so he can get ready for the playoffs but it will happen um and then uh alexandra had a good uh question here do you think it's Bad evaluating from he who should not be named. Thanks for using the correct terminology. (laughs) Or just a lack of production uh, progression from Mitchell himself. I think it's more the second than the first. Because at the time, Mitchell was added to the Blackhawks prospect pool. (laughs) He was the best defensive prospect. Yeah, 2017. (laughs) There wasn't... All these other guys that have been drafted since then.
2: Him, him and Yokihara would him have been and the best Kihara, too. Yeah, yeah,
1: and and then Boquist too. Like the so next year, yeah. He was a top defensive prospect. That wasn't bad evaluation,
2: and he was a, he was really good
1: that was in first, college. There's yeah. just
0: been no progression.
1: And those first handful of games when he was here, we were kind of like, oh wow, mm-hmm. this we might have got something here. And then the you know and the league plateaued. figured him out, and it and it hasn't really switched. So I think. It's more of his lack of progression that's that's the problem, not the ev- oh, bad evaluating. He was a really good college player. He had a decent start to his pro career. He's been really good in Rockford, um, but just it's not translating here. And it's just so many other guys have been added to the pool that are better, have higher ceilings, yeah. and he's just getting passed up. And it's it, it's not a necessarily a bad thing to have oh. one of your top players your top defensive prospect from four years ago not be the top defensive prospect anymore because you've added so much at the position mm-hmm. um so yeah,
2: if he was still like like when you look at the Blackhawks prospect up chart, Ian Mitchell's at the top, like if that was still the case, oof, yeah, and we'd be in a bad spot,
1: yeah, Nicholas Bodain, I forgot about him, Lebowski five yeah. That's a case of over evaluating that was a bad draft.
0: Pick. that is a classic he who shall not be named yes. draft they, well where yeah. he took him? I would have i would have
2: preferred not taking two of the exact same type of defenseman in the first round yeah, that year no um but he he too never took a never took a nec- uh uh the next step like he always was just like you, you you drafted him, he got to the pro game, and he never took that next step to like oh this is what he can do at the NHL that never was there. He was a
1: healthy scratch in the playoffs last year. For in the, the, the AHL, yeah. yes. yeah, yeah. That, that, And that goes to show a lot. Um, that was that was over-evaluated. That was a, not a good pick. Even at the time, everybody was kind of like, Neh. that was a typical he-who-should-not-be-named overreach. Mm. I'm going to get a guy two rounds earlier than I could probably get him just to prove how smart I am. He did that with Nolan Allen, who's turning out to be a pretty good player and maybe worth that first-round pick but you could have probably got him in the second maybe even third round that year yeah. when you didn't necessarily need that guy um, but
0: yeah that was one of those picks where they picked Allen and ever all the analysts kind of like looked down at their notes like wait what well, yeah, they picked them that, they first picked round.
1: them in the that was the, Seth, the Columbus pick the 30 that came in that That was that pick, well right?
2: they so the Columbus yeah cuz so we that gave was, up co- that Christ, was the
1: yeah got Jones and then they took Allen Mm-hmm. and it was like i remember looking and i'm going okay i know i've heard this name but he was like
0: in the he was the, like a third round he was in the 60s projection. on like the overall yeah. board
1: mm-hmm. and they took him 32nd overall which was like what are what are we doing here but yeah. he's been he's yeah. probably going to he's going to be in a pro next year he's he's a guy that's that's took a step up yeah absolutely for sure but yeah i guess you know uh and, yeah, it, he who should not be named last draft class is, is looking like it might be his best. Yeah. There's some good There's some good stuff there. So we'll see. Uh, again, it's not Nolan Allen's fault that he was drafted 30 picks sooner than it could have, should have been. <laughs> you know, just like it wasn't Kirby Doc's fault he was drafted third overall. Right, yeah. Um. So, but, yeah, it, it's it's time to move on. For me and Mitchell. We'll see him a few more times before this season is over, I'm sure. But just uh, somebody in the chat asked earlier about bringing him back next year. Whose spot is he going to – it might have been Lebowski. Uh, Whose spot is he going to take? What's the harm? Well, you got Isaac Phillips. You got Alec Vlasic. I'd rather let those guys get some time at the NHL.
0: Alec Regula. Alec Regula. Yeah, Yeah, I I think the concept of this guy is bad – so let's play him anyway. I, that they can't operate that way. No, I'd rather have no. a guy
1: that actually has a chance to be something in two years. Be bad. Exactly.
0: exactly. Yeah. There's only
2: and there's only so many spots you want to give to guys like that. Yeah. Like next year, likely Zaitsev is is in the lineup. Right. Just because he's here, you're not going to buy him yeah. out. You're not going to trade him again. So you got one there can't think of really anybody in the forwards group but like you can't have a roster of just oh we're just going to take crap contracts for bad players and just have a team of you know guys off the scrap heap like that was for this year next year is is when you start to look at like people always say like oh like who have the Blackhawks developed you know who's who's actually making progression like next year is when we're going to see like okay what guys have developed? What guys have have made progressions in the minors and in college and in junior this this past year, this past two years really, and now what can what can they do at the AHL level? What can they do when they've now been given more full time opportunities at the NHL level? Now next year is when we're going to see where where is Isaac Phillips in his progression? Where is Alex Vlasic in his progression? What do they have in Wyatt Kaiser? Uh, where is Lucas Reichel as a full time NHLer? Where? what what is the next step at the NHL level that a young Philip Kuroshev can do. That's what is going to be the focus of next year. And you don't want to take ice time away from those guys because that is what you're starting to really focus on. That's what your future is starting to be built with. You don't need to give the you don't need to give players who are just just contracts sitting on your books. You don't need to give them the spot just to say, oh well we, we hit the cap floor. Like there's gonna be some guys like that. But the majority needs to be the guys that are gonna, you know, potentially have a future here. We gotta
1: start getting guys that matter. Yeah, I know the goal for next year is not to win, but the
0: goal should be. You can do that with with guys a tank though. Either you can do that with guys that are young. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's it's it's also it's also much more entertaining to watch. I rather talk about. Yeah, I rather talk about, you know, Lucas Reichel and Isaac Phillips and. And on and on and on next year. Then I then talk about you know Jared Tenorti and all due respect to him, like nothing against him, but I want to see guys that matter and could matter when this team's good again. And I think we're going to start to see the beginning of that next year. By the way, just a reminder: Ian Mitchell uh, was fifty seventh overall, a second round pick. So mm-hmm. it's not like it was a, a high draft pick. I think part of the issue with him was he got a little overhyped by the organization too yeah so people were like oh wow they're really talking this mitchell kid up he's gonna come in and be good right away and then i remember pointing a thumb at myself like his rookie year we were talking about him on the on the old madhouse podcast like well he'll be like in your second pair all year and then we watch him play and it's like wait no (laughs) he kind of disappears for two years yeah because he just was not ready uh by the way someone in the chat says uh are the only good players that uh, He Who Should Not Be Named drafted um, as a t- Tara Vinon and somebody else? It wasn't as bad as you think. And remember, it took it took some time before uh, He Who Should Not Be Named lost his damn fool mind. Yeah, he drafted some good players. Uh, yeah, Kevin Hayes was a pick. Philip Deneau was a pick. Brandon Sod, uh Andrew Shaw was a pick. Tavo, as we mentioned. Vinny Henestroza was a pick. Ryan Hartman. Nick Schmaltz. Uh, Nick Schmaltz, yes. They're, like It, it kind of goes on and on and on. Um, you know he 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 was not a terrible drafter. No, he was, uh, he a was an developer. overdrafter, a not a great developer, and he often drafted the same kind of guy all the time.
2: And also got rid of some of those guys yeah, before no they patience. had the opportunity to actually come into their own. Yes. Yeah. So no patience. patience.
0: Yep. Um, yeah.
2: Getting talent wasn't the problem. Yeah. No. Cultivating it, and was. it
1: was those last couple handful of years where he wanted to be the smartest guy in the room. But as I said, that last draft class is Michael Don is his best.
0: I think he suffered a head injury right before the Brent Seabrook contract was signed. Because <laughs> that seemed to be like yeah, that was the, the first... Where the happens. wheels Whoa, fell what? off. Because like, even like, you know, having to lose Tara Vinen because of Bickle, it was horrible, of course. But at the time... The Bickle contract made sense. Nobody was mad yeah, like, at that Bickle contract when it was signed. No. Yeah, on the basis of like was. what he had done, the playoffs he had had. And his hindsight age, is twenty twenty. Of course, right? No course. one. Now we know why his no play knew,
1: declined.
2: Yeah, no one knew why at the time what was happening. What was happening?
1: Right. Because right. if you would have let Bickle go at, after that twenty thirteen playoff, yeah, there would it, have been a lot of. It would have been pitchforks and torches. Yeah walking down Madison. That, mad I had people. never had an issue with that contract when it was signed.
0: No, it's, Very few people did. Four million bucks is not... I mean, it is no, make or it, break when you're a cap team every year right? and you're getting zero production out of it. Right. But, you yeah, know, yeah. it so, was...
1: The Seabrook contract was where it went from... Eh, to oh boy. And it just kept getting worse. Seabrook like contract,
2: kept, the the no trade, like... Oh, that's that's. It I still bad. feel like,
0: wasn't it... Was that like a Quinville-forced, not the specific deal, but Quinville was like, bring me some veterans for the playoffs? Probably. Yeah, and
1: then Dale Weiss, that bum, said that it was Joe Quinville's fault that he played so bad when he was here.
0: Oh, sure. He was mean to me. Sure, Wasn't he supposed to be like this big, bad, badass guy? That's what I thought. He
1: sucked. Hmm. He sucked. He he had one fluke year in Montreal, which made him like, People thought he was like this great player because he scored 20 goals for Montreal. <sighs> Boy, for those he that sucks. forgot,
0: by the way, before we move I, on I to hate current that trade. Blackhawks that trade, times, makes me so mad. The Brent Seabrook extension was signed in 2016 2017. And
1: he's
2: still getting the paid.
0: Summer going into that season, six point eight seven five million for eight years, and he was 31. I believe so. Yeah, and showing for at least two years prior to that deal, showing signs of, de- of decline. The ultimate paying for past
1: performance. Oh, my contract. God. It was that bad. is
2: awful. The only 30- 30 and 31-year-olds you should be giving eight-year contracts to are probably Connor McDavid and Kale McCarr. And they're not even there yet.
1: Right. Austin Matthews would probably get a deal like that. If sure. He sure that. I mean, he's sure. going to get a when deal. He, when he's here, yeah, yeah, he'll get that deal. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, no, you gotta entice him. That that was, that was his downfall. That's where, you know, you were at the top of the roller coaster, and that's when it went down the other side of the hill, and you can't stop it.
0: And then you had the Panarin trade, yeah, the that's when everything started of because
1: falling apart. a lot of those trades he had to make because of that Seabrook contract.
0: All right, enough. Screw that guy. He's fired. Yeah. Oh no, he resigned. I'm that, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Feels feels yeah. like a this feels like a good throwback Thursday. Yes, <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> in August. Caring let's talk grievances. shit about former
0: GMs. But now, why don't we do our four stars of the game? Sure. I forgot who I picked. I'll have to throw it on you. In the, morning the number one, number three star of the game, I'm sorry, for the uh, Colorado Avalanche was Curtis McDermott. He had a goal plus one 15-29 of ice time, one shot, three more shot attempts, and four hits. Good game for him. Number two star, Excuse me. Uh, Dennis Malgin. He had two goals and an assist, plus three. Fifteen forty three shots on goal. Had a hit as well. And your number one star in goal for your Colorado Avalanche, Alexander Georgiev, stopped all 27 Blackhawk shots. He was good. Uh, I'm going to give my four star to the human punching bag himself, (laughs) Mike Hardman, who on one shift blocked a shot with his heart, tried to leave the ice and was like, no, screw that, I'm Mike Hardman, damn it. (laughs) Went back onto the shift and a second later blocked another shot with his knee and then moments later the avalanche scored. He also got a stick in the ear of his helmet um, that was so far jammed that the stick didn't come out. How that's not high sticking, I don't really understand. Uh, then got blasted at the end of the game by Cogliano. So basically for being a human whipping boy, Mike Hardman gets my four-star of the game.
2: Hey. Hey, he was the hard man.
1: It's hard to argue. He was the I hard g- man of the game. It was, a, it was hard to argue giving an award to a guy that willingly got his ass kicked in a 5 nothing loss to prove that he wanted to be here. Yep. Hey. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. I gave my four-star to defenseman Connor Murphy. Because at the time, when we were picking four stars, he was leading the team in shots on goals, which is not really where you want to be. Uh, he finished with three great. shots on goal, which was tied for the most with Taylor Radish, Drew Jarkera, and Caleb Jones. They all had three shots on goal. Nobody had more than that. Uh, he had three hits on the night and a couple of block shots. Played uh, 28 shifts for an ice time of twenty-one forty-six. 46 uh, He and Caleb had the most shifts tonight. That's with a T. Uh, 28 total. <laughs> so, yeah, Count Murphy, just one of those guys that goes out and does his thing night in, night out, and, uh, you know, it's a 5-0 loss. I don't know who to take. <laughs> Good call.
2: Yeah, the pickings were slim. Uh, my fourth star of the night, uh, based on solely one play and one play only, was Alex Stalock. Uh, he made 27 saves on 32 shots faced. Not a terrific night in net. Uh, by most standards, but the paddle diving paddle save that he made on Nathan McKinnon, uh, the highlight of the night for him and for the Blackhawks in a five nothing loss. Uh, so Alex Stalock, he gets my fourth star.
1: And the uh, Edmonton Oilers have beat the ass Jose
0: Sharks five <laughs> four in overtime. 15 <laughs> seconds left in OT, and Darnell, Darnell Nurse wins Marsh. it.
2: Hey, it's good for my fantasy team. The lesser
0: of the nurses. Thanks, Darnell. The lesser of the hockey nurses, Darnell. Uh, yes. All right, we've got our uh, you know, tank you know stuff coming up. Uncle is
1: right. Huh? You know who Darnell Nurse's uncle is? Hmm. Donovan McNabb.
0: I did know that. Really? That's right. Yes. Wow. I did know that. Yeah. That's cool. I did know that. Donovan McNabb
1: is married to Darnell Nurse's mom's sister. There you go. Interesting. Yep.
0: A little Chicago connection. If. Darnell Nurse's mom's sister looks like Darnell Nurse's sister. Well done, Donovan McNabb. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. We got our tank stuff coming up. Mario's going to tell you how to look sexy when you golf. Yeah. And we're going to update our tank standings. We got. It's all in the hips. Old man squints at screen. 57, 58 likes. Let's do sixty-five for a bonus spin, and we've got one tank. We got one. We got one, so one bank. bank. Got one yeah. banked, right? So we're I I we already have. Tanks. We already have two. Let's get tank a, bank. Let's get a third <laughs> <The> tank <laughs> bank. Yes, different kind of bank. A, it's kind it's of bank. A,
2: exactly. It, <laughs> it sure is. Hey, now, if you're looking to look good out there on the golf course, get yourself over to Pins and Aces for their amazing golf apparel. They are the official golf apparel partner of CHGO and. The presenting sponsor of the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All City Network. We we'll love ourselves some pins and aces gear. That weather is getting better. Trust me, I'm a meteorologist, or I'm as well qualified as one.
0: The weather <laughs> sure. is
2: getting better, and the golf courses will open soon. So you want to make sure that you are stocked up on pins and aces gear so that you can look great anytime you hit the links. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags that can be customized to your liking. And, of course, the beer sleeve, the product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep those drinks cold the entire round. It can be beers. It can be sparkling waters. It can be soda. It can be whatever you want. If you want to put your Italian beef into the sleeve to try and keep it warm uh, in the name of science, go for it. I will endorse that. Hashtag I'm not sure, not sure if Pins and Aces will, but I will, and we will. Hashtag B-Sleeve. Check out PinsAndAces.com and use the promo code CHGO. When you do, you're going to get 15% off of your first order, and you're going to get free shipping on that order. Again, promo code CHGO at PinsAndAces.com.
0: And you know by now that DraftKings Sportsbook is the official betting partner of CHGO and All City. It's a lot of fun to play on DraftKings Sportsbook. They got those NBA, no sweat, same game parlays, major league baseball, right around the corner. I'm looking right now at the DraftKings app. They've got these uh pre-season spring training baseball specials. They got one called World Baseball Hero. So you can bet Trey Turner over 23 and a half home runs. How about mm. this one? The Windy City winners. Both Chicago teams to make the playoffs. Plus eight fifty, throw some money down on that one. Sure, keeping it one hundred across the last five seasons, there have been at least three one hundred win teams. The over two and a half teams with one hundred plus wins. That's plus one seventy. So, lots of fun ways to play on DraftKings Sportsbook. Jump on there, explore their awesome bets, and uh, and play for yourself. And if you don't have the app, download it now. Sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And that brings us to our DraftKings, king of the game. And we're giving it to the hardest man in town, Mike Hardman. Three block shots, three bruises, 100% grit. 10-24 Ten twenty four of Ice Time. My second guy? favorite eighty six <laughs> in Blackhawks history.
1: Yes. The Roman's favorite player.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. How does he not have the Roman endorsement? That's true. He should. That's my question. That's my question. We had him
1: on in the first interview, uh like first intermission right, interview. And man, he looks yes. and sounds like if I met him, didn't know who he was and met him at the the local jewels and started talking to him, I'd be like, You are a <laughs> hockey player, aren't you?
0: Yeah, you are is, from Massachusetts, he is right? straight from <laughs> Central Casting. Absolutely. Yes, he is. Um, all right, let's get to our tankathon, shall we? Let's check, check the tank standings. The Sharks, as we said, just lost in overtime. Mm. bunch of pudwax. Bums. Ugh. ate it. Did we get our. Frank, I'm going to let you do the honors so you can add your ass titles to the teams
1: here. All nice. right. uh, we have nice. the Columbus Ass Jackets, <laughs> 49 points. Where can I buy an Ass Jacket? J.C. Penney. Foco. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, yes. So the Ass Jackets, <laughs> 49 points. Bunch of bums. Uh, the Ass Jose Sharks, as we just said, lost in overtime. So we're a little closer to pass, passing that. Then we have the Jeez, Chicago... Overtime. Chicago Blackhawks. They don't get an ass because, you know. They're sans ass. They're sans ass. Uh, And then we have the Asaheim Ducks (laughs) at 56 points through 70 games. And still in fifth in the tank standings, we have the Astriol (laughs) (laughs) asses with 60 points.
0: Well a- done.
2: Astriol. Isn't that what the, the turf used to be made out of? Yes.
0: Astriol? Astriol <laughs> turf. What killed Wendell Davis. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Or at least his career. Oh, uh, Lord. Yeah, that you know what though? It's messed up. turf is actually killing a lot of people. I, like, I saw that. Like people are getting cancer from it and stuff. Yeah. Oh I my saw, god. Yeah. Stuff
1: from the 80s are coming back to kill who us. Knew? all.
0: Cocaine and turf. Really? Wild, wild stuff. All right. Uh where are we, who are we using? Are we where, using take a ton again?
2: Yeah, it worked for us last time. So I, I saw Mark Lazarus right say to today
0: that he spun it thirty-six times before the Hawks won. Well,
2: good thing he's not in charge. of the Yeah, tank screw of that. that. We're not letting
0: Mark Lazarus near the. T- he cannot cover the draft lottery. <laughs> do, do we hit our? Do we hit our goal? We hit our goal. Yeah, yeah right. so we, we got, got three it. spins right three now. Three spins. All right. Hopefully, if we get Hopefully to, if if we get to
2: seventy, we get to we get a fourth spin, right? Yeah, sure. Every five. All right. Let's, let's see. We just need one, right?
1: Just need one. Just need the one. Mm. Uh, Asaheim. Assheim. Assheim. a
0: to fourth. Yeah, Hawks get fourth in mm-hmm. on that one. Nope, that's no that's good. That's no good. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's no Gouda. Next, there yeah! it is, All right. Woo! Yeah, we're nice. better at this than you nice. guys. Two spins. <laughs> two spins. Two. That means All we right. got two in the bank now. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, because we got to seventy. That's how you end a show. Two awesome. in the bank. What, uh, we uh, might be under in, an hour. Do we need to stretch time? We had a we had a question <laughs> in the chat. Do we need to stretch? <laughs> The Wait. game was very, 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 very bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Questions uh, in the chat here regarding the the draft. Uh, if if someone said uh, if we the Blackhawks land at third, this is from Stephen Skiarafa. Sikirafa. Uh If you don't end up with Bedard or Fantilli, do you look to move down a few spots to collect more draft capital, capital, or stay at three? Or, let's say, four. I think, if you, I think if it's three, you go Leo Carlson. I think, I think the first three picks, in my opinion, should be locked in. Bedard, Fantilli, Carlson. Draft opens up at four.
0: If I get three, I'm trading up for two. With what? With all the shit you've, you've accrued over the last two years. You give, you give three and the Tampa pick to get Fantilli. I, but I don't, I don't, I don't
2: think really the think. team in two... I really don't think the te- I don't think, I I don't think the team that last <laughs> I don't think the team that lands one or two is dri- is trading uh, back.
0: I oh. think I think Fantilli is negotiable depending on who gets it. I don't know. Sounds don't know. like a good topic for the summer. Sure. Which is coming soon for us and not the rest of the league. Yeah. Um, interesting question. I think my my question still stands. Would you trade the right the, the opportunity for one to guarantee you two? Sure yeah I think so. People are coming around uh, on that i don't know uh,
1: i
2: if you're say if you're saying a one hundred percent chance at number two you're guaranteed. you're giving two. up eleven and a half percent chance at number one right now i I would rather walk away with Adam Fantilli than nothing right that's 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 my stance yeah,
1: but Leo Carlson is nothing, but I get what you're saying yeah. I still, yeah. yeah, I don't. And Nathan, no, I am not cheering for New York in the playoffs. What? <laughs> I would rather staple my nuts to some drywall than cheer for a New York team <laughs> again.
0: We talked to you about that last well, week, right? You know, I've got some <laughs>
1: tolerance built up, so it's not that bad. <laughs> All
0: right, know, just rub some Roman on it. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, rub some Roman. It'll fix it right That's up. That's what she said. We're gonna wrap things up. Uh, thanks to Stephen for running the show. Thanks everybody for being with us after a. Real clunker of a game. Uh, this is where you, the loyalty of our
1: audience is yep. tested. You guys are the greatest. This is the lowest live chat we've had in a long time. I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: it's the Hawks earned it. That's for damn sure. Do we want to uh, update our poll? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Because I never promoted it in the this, first place. Yeah, so. well, speaking I, of Roman. I
2: yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting this time. And so okay. the question was, what would what would have been uh more surprising at the start of the season? Blackhawks not in last or Avalanche
1: not in first? 50-50. 50-50. Wow.
0: wow. Wow. Do we got to break the three of us break the tie? I already voted. I'm going to say Avalanche is more surprising to me.
2: I would be more surprised. I'm actually more surprised that the Blackhawks aren't aren't in last cuz the av- cuz the Avalanche you have that Stanley Cup run. You have that Stanley Cup hangover. I mean, on yeah. this season in re, in in what's actually happened is they've been just been riddled with injuries. Um, but I think me, me, you know, at the beginning of the season, if you would have said, "Hey, they're not in first place at the trade deadline," i have been like, "Yeah, maybe they got off to a slow start. You know, maybe maybe they're you know trying yeah, to yeah. trying to get ha- back it- into things." But yeah, Blackhawks not being last, uh, I. I fully expected it to be. I didn't think there was going to be a worse team than the Blackhawks this year. And Columbus proved me wrong. Yeah,
0: I just didn't think the West is shit. But frankly, but the Avs, I think, like
1: I wouldn't have been surprised because, like, look at look at the Hawks all those years when they were top team in the West. They were like, eh, we don't need to win the division. You know, look at the, right, what the Tampa right. Bay Lightning have been doing. Mm-hmm. They finished third in their division last year and still won the conference. Like, and they're doing the same thing this year. And they, like, they don't, you know, Tampa won the President's Trophy and got swept by the Ass mm-hmm. Jackets. And then they <laughs> they realized, well, we don't need to we don't need the go into the playoffs with an empty tank. Yeah. And I think the Abs probably, you know, even if they had everybody all season, may have taken that same, you know. Uh, um strategy going into the season. So, yeah, that's why I voted Blackhawks not being last is a bigger surprise than the Avs not being in first. Uh,
0: Before we wrap up real quick, too, quotes here from Luke Richardson about Ian Mitchell. He had a tough battle. It's always tough coming in and out of the lineup, but that's just pro hockey. You have to be ready when you get your chance. He was a little tentative and stepped back on a couple goals where he's close to his man. He's just got to step into that man and play the body. That is a direct... Criticism—that is something we have not seen from Luke Richardson not very not all, at all this no. year. So that's noteworthy.
2: Yeah, I, I I think he's probably with with Richardson and Mitchell. I mean, he's probably at the end of the season, just like look, probably giving him the same message all year. And at this point, like we said, like we haven't really seen much change in his game. So it it's probably just a a comment on like look, like this is the position you're in. You have to respond, and if he's not responding, then you know, then you then you get to a point where Richardson actually is going to start criticizing you publicly, which he very rarely
1: does, right? You no, know, that's uh, that might be the nail in the Blackhawks coffin right there. Eh, but it's be. not. It's not. It's a fair criticism. He's yeah, watching definitely. exactly what we've been watching. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. So and yeah, I mean, it's also a tough assignment being paired with Nikita Zaitsev.
0: Sure. So it's <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up. Actually, again, thank you, Stephen. Appreciate you. This time we're really wrapping. Yeah, we're really going home. And reminder, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. We are off tomorrow. We're back Wednesday afternoon with stuff and things. So look forward to that. We'll talk to you then on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.